Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Challenge All-Stars 3 Rehab Podcast for Episode 7. I am Brian Cohn. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alice. Ali, how are you? Think I was going to miss trivia? You were wrong. I could tell by your evil laugh on your face. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> can't keep that smile. Uh, can't keep that smile off my face. Yeah, I'm thrilled to be back. Uh, thank you to you and Rourke uh, for your flexibility and excellent episode last week um a little peek behind the curtain uh rourke got like 12 hours notice that i needed her to do that podcast and smashed it out of the park as always but i did miss the opportunity also she did predict that jordan would go in this week so a little soothsaying but i i did miss the opportunity to talk about the big news what is which big news Challenge All Stars, CBS, not All Stars. That's what we're talking about now. Challenge CBS, <laughs> uh, official cast show, whatever announcement. Yeah, cast photos. I think I said there was a trailer. I think now there's a trailer. <laughs> um, I think I said it was premiering on June 6th. It's premiering July 6th. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, people, when they start listening to that, people have never watched the challenge before. I hope they get used to the fact that I'm going to say a lot of things wrong. I'll probably learn that from episode one. Yeah. Well, look, I think we're going to open our, like, this is okay. So quote RuPaul, just as squirrel friends, like 
the Challenge All-Stars audience is like our core audience. Like, these are just us friends here. Just to, like, mm-hmm. whisper, I was nervous when Big Brother people came to the challenge that that would come with new a new audience and a harsher audience. That didn't happen. Thank God. I mean, we came with a new audience, so that audience was great and not harsher. I worry about the challenge sheet CBS. Once again, I am worried. Um, but, you know, we've shaken the haters off before, and we'll do it again if we have to. Yeah, no, it'll be exciting. It'll be uh, someone. Someone brought up a good point that it's like the first season ever where no one who's ever been on the challenge before is going to be on the challenge outside of like the first challenge ever. I think that'd be super interesting. Well, but yeah, I mean that's a different show. But yeah, here's my take. Oh, like some people in the patron group have been buzzing. Like, how do I learn more about the challenge? And some great, awesome listeners have been like, "Oh, Allie and Brian did like a show with Rob. God knows how long ago. Not that long ago, where we forgot that Kyle mm-hmm. existed. I think that was that season, um, that episode, <laughs> yeah. that podcast, um, where we did like a sort of like, why should a new viewer watch the challenge? What do you need to know? Honestly, like my take on the challenge CBS is that it is not the challenge. And I don't mean like it's a different show, whatever. Like it's just like, you don't need to know anything. And in fact, I think a challenge viewer who doesn't watch survivor, big brother, the amazing race and or love Island should be more worried about what they need to know about the people on the show. than the people who are familiar with the cast need to know about the format. The format of the challenge is so in flux all the time, season to season, that it needs to be explained anyway. Yeah, I mean, we've watched this show for so many years, and we're going to come in completely blind like everyone else about what exactly is going to be happening that season. So we're we're all almost in the same boat, pretty much. Yeah, if, you know, this again, this is not the... We're going to, you know, spoiler alert, we're going to do some sort of preview podcast, hopefully, maybe with um, someone with some sp- specific expertise in the CBS area. And, like, that's when we'll talk about the things you need to know about the cast if you're a challenge fan and the things you maybe need to know about the challenge. Although I think I'm going to say the same spiel. You don't need to know anything for the (laughs) CBS fans who want to get into it. Um, One thing you said last week that I wasn't aware of is that because I haven't really looked at anything because I'm I don't want to be spoiled. So it's like Googling about this is risky. But -hmm. you said that, you know, there's going to be some sort of like ultimate brawl where they take the like international winners and the winners from this and like do another mm-hmm. show. If it is, as you guys speculate, have, do you have any more information on that before I respond to what you said last week? No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. So if it is what you guys speculated that like, maybe like the top four or like the fine people who make the final would advance to become like a team in the next season. It's very interesting. Well, I'd be curious to know if you're a team or if you're just still competing against the top four from your season, but there's still only one winner at the next phase. Because, you know, as we see this week, there's a lot of consideration on the challenge of who do I want to run the final with? Who do I want? If I'm a man, what women do I want in the final? If I could be paired up with them or which men do I not want to run against? Cause they can beat me. If there's some second phase where you would need strong people on your team for the next phase, it would be interesting to see what show are people going to prioritize like winning this final and trying to have weaker people with you or having the best team or the weakest team advance. Like it's, that's an interesting dynamic. And I wonder if there are going to be like 
breaking the fourth wall and talking about that next step or if that's going to be sort of like we're going to have to read into it yeah no that's a great question um we, we yeah we do not know we we will we will find out hopefully although there'll be a challenge they maybe decided that last second and they will we'll find out altogether completely uh new but yeah i don't think they've said specifically how it would work uh for the champion champion bracket there's another thing I think that's interesting here with the fact that there are no challenge people. I would have liked some challenge people, if I'm being honest, but say let me. Um, is like, these are all professional reality TV people. So you still have that aspect. Like, these people will know how to produce a moment, a fight, a scene, like in the same, maybe not in the same way because they don't have years and years and years and years of experience. But I think they, it's not like a fresh meat season, totally new people. Like, they all have a good reality TV experience. Um, but like, a lot of the dynamic of the challenge, as the viewers of the Challenge All Stars know, is like, well, if I screw you today, two seasons from now, are you going to give me a strike in a trivia because I, Nehemiah, screwed you, Derek, a season ago or two seasons ago, whatever? Like, how much of playing for... Like, we don't know what this is going to be. Is this a one-time thing? Is this going to be the first season of a 30-season franchise? Like, I do think we'll have... What I'm excited about is less concern about screwing other people over because they're not your friends. They're not, you know, like Shannon from Love Island was not in Tyson's wedding, you know? So it'll be interesting to see people play the challenge without, I love the dynamic of the bonds and all of that in the history, but it'll be interesting to see the game of the challenge played without any of that or less of it. Yeah, it'll be very different. It'll be a very different feel than, you know, the flashbacks we're going to see is not, like you said, from different seasons. It'll be from different shows. It'll be different relationships, different dynamics. Um, it'll be a very different type of show. Um, I would imagine the next step for these people would be like jumping to, to the real challenge. I would imagine that's where we would see them. I, I, I wouldn't think this, they would do this more than once, but who the, who the hell knows what the, what's MTV Paramount they're all doing. So it's possible. Yeah, and it's it's also like, if they are aware of the next season of like the cha- champions bracket, as you called it, then maybe they're looking at to the, towards that. And that kind of adds a little bit of it, but it'll be interesting. Is it my dream cast? Certainly not, but sometimes low expectations make the best, the best situation. Absolutely. And that's that on that. But thanks to Rourke. It was a really great podcast. I really enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, and low expectations is what Derek had going into his elimination last week uh, with a puzzle, and he pulled it out. And so uh, he's happy to be back in the house, wants to help his uh, family. I was shook when Rourke was like, I don't think we saw a puzzle the whole episode. I totally agree with her. Um, We definitely saw puzzles this week. You know, it's funny. I I was rooting for Derek. I think, actually, my prediction is that Derek's going to win this season because I do think the last two seasons Derek's been on, they've, you know, he's gone out semi-early, the edit's well, I mean, he made the final in the first one, but he had like a terrible showing and like yeah. that it's kind of done him dirty. He's been a little bit of like a joke, but I think the end of last week and this week specifically is this week to me was his best episode in the three seasons. And I'm projecting a win as a result. Yeah, I think it's it's set up very well for him and it's set up very well for Mark, who I think you can make a case. This is like his most impressive season 
ever. Because normally when he's on these shows, he just kind of sails on by. He wins a couple of things. No one even thinks to go after him. And he's had to get his hand dirty multiple times. He's won multiple things. He's really shown up hard this season. It's been incredibly impressive for for someone of like his age and his his like the fact that he's doing this so well still. Him and Derek have both really really come out uh, really really strong this season. No, agreed. And and to wrap up my thoughts on last week, like. To be honest, I'm excited about Sylvia and MJ going home. Um, if only because I think it opens up the field a little bit. If MJ survives and Derek goes mm-hmm. home, we're targeting MJ again this week. We're targeting MJ again this week. Now, Sylvia goes home. Of course, the treehouse still has enough numbers, especially because the riffraff can't get it together. But like jumping ahead, excuse me, to Ronnie leaving, like now the non treehouse is greater than the treehouse, like in terms of numbers. So I, I was, I was excited to see like, you know, Kayla and Sylvia have been a great pair, a great duo. They've been entertaining, but I like the shakeup and I didn't really miss talking about them leaving. It was sort of, again, like a, a the March tour, like towards the inevitable. So uh, I'm excited. I was really excited going into this week with like a little bit of a clearer playing field. Mm-hmm. What did you the the point I made like last week was with the how different this season has been with how split by gender this all the challenges yeah. have been. There's been no mix ups. It again this week. It's male heat, female heat for trivia. No real discussion between them about what to do. Do you like that for this for how this season has played out? I what I don't like specifically is that this was yet another game. Where if you have the social like alliances, you're able to just pick decide who wins and that the underdogs have no real chance, no chance at all of winning this. Um, I wonder if it was more of a shuffle that you'd have more more people mixing it up. Like if you're having a partnership, uh, maybe like somebody on one side of the house ends up with someone in the treehouse. But it's interesting, too, because the. The. Not only have the challenges been more split male women, the alliances and the sides of the house are also split men, male women, men, women. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a result of the format of the season. Like, mm. if you don't need the men and women to vote for you on the other side, like, like it sounds you're not going to blow them off, but like, you don't need to talk strategy with them. You, you, there's just no need to, to like have someone like, you know, we, you used to see someone like CT or West really try to like, cozy up to the women because like he wants to make sure that they'll do you know what he wants when they're in power but like there, there is nothing to that this season it's just the men who vote for who they want the women vote for who they want um and and that's really it we've not, we haven't really seen any pushback between the sexes and there's no situation where like you the men are interested in protecting a kellyanne because they want to be her partner in the challenge or something like that because that hasn't really right. happened it is yeah. it's interesting and this, yeah and at this point i I mean, I I would be stunned if it if it changed for the final. I think the finals. I don't think it's going to be paired in in any way. I think it's just going to be people running it themselves. Well, let's take a, a walk down memory lane. And as I say this, I regret saying it because I don't need to say this and I don't need to quiz us. But the first season was like sometimes it was teams, sometimes it was pairs, sometimes it was an individual. The second season was yep. when it switched to pairs halfway through, and that's when Tyler yep. and Jasmine were paired and went home. Whatever. Um, yeah, I I it I do think this was the least successful season. I've enjoyed it, 
But I think because there have been two, I, I just never like a season where there are two massive alliances and they survive the whole game. And I think the challenges have supported that, which is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think this was by far the most interesting week for the men, because like you said, for the last few weeks, he's just been all the MJ shows. So like if MJ would have lost a couple weeks ago, it would been a lot more interesting because then you would have had this huge group of friends really going at each other and making interesting decisions because we really have not seen that at all from the men's side of it uh, the whole season. From the women's side we saw at least there's like you know the Treehouse Alliance and the other side of the house trying to take shots of it so there there has been something there but even that there's been nothing close to the uh, the King's Palace and the, the, the other I don't think the other side of the house had a, had a name but there's been nothing close to that from season two um. So yeah, the, it's been a very straightforward season, but still very enjoyable. Like the vibes are still strong, yeah. but it just hasn't been as compelling as season two as uh, season two was. No, and then I guess this week we also like you know see a little bit of a breakdown of the men's side because we did kind of previously see Wes, you know, Wes and Brad and Nehemiah have a strong relationship outside of the house. Mark and Derek have a strong pair. Brad sort of also bridges into that group. And, you know, when Mark gives his strike to Wes, he kind of says, like, I've been playing with him since day one. And Mark's in on that conversation that Wes and Brad have when Wes decides to throw himself in. So, like, they're sort of all connected. Jordan is really the one on the outside. But then he's been sort of working a little bit with Wes when necessary. I think um, it's interesting this week when they're ha- when Derek's having this conversation with Mark and the first three people he put like puts into the conversation are Nehemiah, Jordan and Wes. So Brad, despite bridging both sides is able to sort of like stay out of the line of fire, but you're right in terms of becoming more interesting this week. I don't even know what I'm saying is that, uh, is that like we see the clear bottom and that's Wes, yeah. Nehemiah and Jordan, despite the fact that Wes and Nehemiah seemingly have been working with the larger alliance this whole time. Yeah, I almost wish the mistake kind of was going to two for the authority. I think if they dropped the four, like putting that extra person in to give someone else from the minority a shot to get in and open things up a little bit more. I wonder if that would have made these last couple weeks a little bit better rather than just having the winner decide. Yeah, I mean, the problem to me is the last two of the three challenges being basically able for the majority to decide who wins. That too. That too. Yeah, I was very surprised by the layout of this challenge that it was not just, like, you know, if you're wrong, you're wrong. I, I was very surprised after they kind of basically already did this exact format of a challenge uh, last week of, you know, assigning strikes or, or rings to other people. I was very surprised they did it again this week. Yeah, um, I was too. I was upset about it, <laughs> frankly. I mean, I enjoy- I enjoyed it, but like, even when Ronnie is like, oh, wow, I really see how it is. Like Veronica chose to catapult me out before Cannibal and Kayla, like so insignificant. Like, and I don't really think Ronnie actually cared about that. So like, we're not actually getting anything interesting revealed. Everyone knows where everyone stands in the house. There was no purpose to this. Yeah. I mean, even if Ronnie realizes, like, what is that going to do? It's not like you don't get down to a final two on the challenge. Like a lot of people make the final. So, uh, it really would not play that much of a, an importance down the stretch here. Speaking of Ronnie, and we've talked every week about sort of the frustration of the women who are not in the treehouse, not making moves. We see a conversation between Kellyanne and Ronnie before the challenge. 
I'm curious to know what you think about this. Cause like we haven't really said, we saw Kendall approach Beth and now we see Kellyanne approach Ronnie. Um, did you, did you like this as a shot in the dark for Kellyanne? So I, it's an interesting thought for her to like cozy up to someone. Um, to try something like, I mean, Kellyanne's clear on the bottom, so it doesn't hurt for her to try to find someone new, but she didn't like really offer anything. She was just kind of like shooting the shit with her basically. And Ronnie was like, I don't want to like risk being seen talking to with you and get uh, ostracized by the treehouse. And I think for Ronnie, that's probably the way she should handle it. Like she's in a good spot. It would make no sense for her to cut this idea with Kellyanne and for, and then have risk Kellyanne spreading it back to the treehouse and her losing her place there. So uh, I think for Ronnie, she handled it exactly how she should. Like there was just nothing to be gained there. Yeah, I like it in theory. I like seeing the people in the minority. Like at this point, they're not even in the minority. It's three three, but whatever it could be. Um, try to work angles. I did not love the execution. I agree. I Kellyanne really didn't offer anything, but she did kind of like suss her out where Ronnie seemed open. Maybe she would have said more. Maybe she just like, didn't want to come on too strong. She doesn't get anything back. But where is the conversation between Naya, John a and Kellyanne? And maybe it's happened, but right. we can only talk about the show we're watching. Yeah. To me, that's really more the thing. Kellyanne really should have went to John a and Naya and be like, look, we're clearly on the outside. Like we have to like work together. I don't know. Like, we don't really have, uh, the, the friendship or anything that they, that they have, but for our own self uh, perseverance, we have to just work together here. Uh, and we didn't see that. Maybe we did, like you said, maybe they had a conversation, didn't go well. I don't know, but that's really the move. Or for Kellyanne, maybe go after someone who is been outwardly more of like a me first person. Like I feel like if you go after Veronica before the challenge, you'd be like, this is what I can do for you. You like look out for me. Like I think that's the move for someone who's a little more ingratiated into this world. Where for Ronnie, she probably feels like her standing amongst this group isn't as strong, so she really can't risk anything getting back to her. But for Veronica, you know, she is friends with with Kayla already. Like she has that bond, so it is more worth to try to like get the cozy to Veronica for for Kellyanne. Yeah, I think that's right, and it, we see it ends up working. Although you know, asterisk how much of that really was the reason that Veronica makes the move she does later. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, though, because you would think that Ronnie could see that she's the clear third in the pecking order, but also just based on history, like she's the newest in. So, like, of course, these women have relationships. So you're the bottom mm -hmm. of the of the totem pole. But Ronnie, we see very interestingly, says, I haven't really talked game with you, Veronica which is shocking because right. they've been working together, but I haven't talked to you because I haven't been winning. So I haven't felt like I have anything to offer and I don't want to be this like opportunistic, like oh, I'm going to make all these promises when I can't deliver. I mean, that's a really old school person who's mm -hmm. in a new out of her depth in a new school game. Yeah. It's a very like, you know, uh, self like honest assessment of yourself and like being like, you know, very fair, but like you said, like, you know, Cash, like, make those promises. Worry about cashing the check later. Like, if you get in that position, back it up. But, like, at least have put yourself in a position where, you, you know, you can lay that groundwork for the deal. Um, so, it's very, yeah, it's very honest of her to, like, assess herself like that. But, you know, it's not an honest game. Also, the amount of times the Treehouse has worked together and colluded in challenges, and I don't mean that in the unfair way, but they have. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've you've been a supporting player in several wins. Right. 
And has she really not been in any of the conversations that like Kayla or Sylvia, like they've had about decisions that are being like, she just hasn't been involved in those conversations. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. Maybe she's been in the room, but she doesn't contribute or she doesn't say like, uh, maybe she means like, I don't make promises. I just go with the flow that's been going on. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Shout out to uh, Veronica's girlfriend living out the Haley Baldwin fantasy of now dating your <laughs> uh, crush on TV. Yeah, I love it. She's like, she's got a little fan in her. <laughs> she love, Veronica likes that. Uh, she's like, yeah, big a fan. She loves me. Um. Yeah, and congratulations to Veronica for buying a home. It's only home buying. Good for them getting the purchasing of the home before the housing market's gone crazy. So <laughs> good investment for them. Um, what did you think of how trivia was done? I know we didn't like the exes, but I think almost more importantly with the trivia is like the exit, <laughs> the way that they right. ricochet people off. I thought this was a fun one. It was fun. It looked super dangerous. I'm glad no one got hurt because it seemed like that type of like carnival ride like you hear about like horror stories like oh the whiplash that like all these like kids uh, suffered at the carnival because of this game like it just seemed like a dangerous thing to do uh but uh since it wasn't dangerous as they said it seemed super fun so they had that going for it yeah i think this was one of the better ones in that you're not going to be hitting the water flipping like i agree like maybe you could get like concussed or whatever but there's no bungee part where you're like snapping back so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the, they drop you, they fling you back, they drop you down straight on your feet. We're not having anyone hit their chest in the water. I like this one. And then what did you make of uh, Brad going Kendall route uh, and putting the sabotage on himself? I thought at first that the Sabo was going to be really, really um, a big deal. And maybe if Brad had put it on someone else, it would have been. I I thought like, giving someone a strike when then it's easy for everyone else to pile on. Like I thought the people with the sabos were going to be the first people out on both heat. So I thought it was like really stupid at first. 
And then once I saw that it really didn't matter and Brad is so bad at trivia, I was like, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. And he's playing both sides so well. I guess the only person he could have sabotaged was Jordan. And I actually don't think Jordan would have cared. So maybe it was just Mm -hmm. Nooch. Yeah. Yay or nay on sabotage returning for next season? I like it better than the lifesaver, but I think it needs work. Yeah, I, I like the lifesaver more, but like it just they just broke it. So I, right. I wish they could come up a way to fix it because I like that in theory more than the sabotage. But yeah, it needs to like you know go to the workshop and figure out how to how to fix it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's like, well, we're the workshop, aren't we? We're like Santa's elves. So. so I mean, these so. I, why not? Like, I get why not give it to the eliminated team, right? So the eliminated team got did they get the the uh, lifesaver last last season? Is that how it worked, or was it the Who's winning the eliminated team? Like the the person that wins the, wins the elimination. Oh no! It's I, if you won the challenge, if you like volunteered to be the cap. Oh no! You're right. Maybe it was the. I'm going back to the captain thing. Wasn't that? Yeah, I think you're right. I think if you won the elimination, then you have the lifesaver next week. What I liked about it, in theory, is that you can't... No, but that's what breaks it. Because then, like, the person will put you in, so you have to use it on yourself. And then they can put who they really want to put in. Right, so that's fine. Yeah, just... just, No, but that's it broken. That's exactly... But but then it's just all right. So the MJ can't go in twice in a row. Just, like, be like, you can only use it on yourself. Like that's the lifesaver. You just don't can't go in the next week. You're safe like that. Don't worry about giving it to anyone else. Don't want anything out. Like it just keeps it. Well, it forces other people to make decisions. So I think what the, it, at its best, something like the sabo or the lifesaver would work in a way that has you reveal, like puts your neck out for somebody else or puts a hit on somebody else. I think it's supposed to stir up like strategic drama, like. Oh, I'm going to show my cards by taking Nehemiah off the block. Or I'm going to put a hit out on Jordan by giving him the Sabo. I think just like making yourself safe the next week is like fine. I, I, I like that because I think it would have really helped this season in that like it messes, it upsets the apple cart for the majority. So maybe we don't care about another way to expose your alliances. But I think that's right. the point of it. Maybe it should be like an immunity idol where like you can do it, but it's like in secret. So you don't know who you're protecting. Something like that. And it can bounce back on someone. I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know who you're protecting? Like they don't like you announce who you're saving before the votes are read. But I guess you would just use it on yourself. So so it's like a mafia doctor. Yeah. Something like that. Like a mafia doctor. But But you would just use it on yourself and everyone knows who has it. So, never mind. I mean, maybe not. Maybe if you're John A and MJ's first time in, maybe you like use it on MJ and people think you're using it on yourself, but I don't think that works for TV as well. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, I think, no, no. I, don't know. I think the thing with the Sabo is like they're not good sabotages. Like, what if the Sabo is like really want worked? them to be, though? I don't, I don't really want them to be that great. I don't want someone to be like, so incapacitated that they can't win. Like, I don't really like that either. 
Well, I think it's actually the Sabu only really makes sense when the losing person goes into the elimination. Otherwise, now it's like, okay, so you don't come in first, but if your entire alliance comes, like, you're fine. But I get what you're saying. You don't want someone to, like, automatically sideline someone to, like, go into the elimination. It's tough. That's why I don't work in TV, you know? Mm-hmm. They, they try things. It doesn't work. Yeah, look, I don't hate them for trying. I never hate any reality show for trying something new. And this was okay. Like, it wasn't horrible. It had some moments, but. Here's something. Winning the elimination is enough. You've won the elimination. You get to stay. You get the stars. I really hope. I know you guys speculate. It's like you have four sabotages you can un- yield onto someone. I really right. hope that that's not what it is. Doesn't that make sense, though? Because they love bringing that type of stuff into the final. Sure. But like, I hope it's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea from your guys's perspective of like reading the tea leaves. But I don't think it's a good idea from a production standpoint. Because also, like, in theory, you have to, like, consider that someone could have nine stars. Like, there's a world where they sent Jordan into every single elimination every single week, and he won every single elimination. I know it's unlikely, but, like, they don't they have to account for the world in which that happens? Like, the twist has to work with that scenario. Jordan's going to have nine sabotages to (laughs) unleash during the final. (laughs) Yeah. That would be, I mean, that would be kind of funny. He just keeps throwing them out. I think you you are like right. Red, like red shells or something. You fire it up. People, boom, boom, boom. You're about to get up. Boom. Last week, I think when you said, like, they do like to have, like, follow through uh, from, like, the stuff that happened during the season. I think that's a good read. I also think they could just be, like, the person with the most stars is going to start one minute before the person with the next most stars and then one minute before the next person with their stars and it could just not matter at all. Yeah. That's at the finals next week, though. It doesn't seem like the finals next week. Because there's no sabotage this week. So that's why, like, who knows what's happening next week? Oh, because this was the oh. last sabotage? Did they say that? My brain's yeah. broken. Yeah. Yeah. This was the last sabotage. Um. All right. You know what's interesting? I, I thought Kellyanne, just to give her some credit, Veronica was the absolute right decision to sabotage here. I mean, she ends up Absolutely. winning despite it, but I thought that was right. Yeah. And good reasoning, too. Yeah. She said, like, you know, she's been on these shows for the most time. She probably knows a lot of stuff about the challenge. Um, there were no questions about the challenge, but uh, still makes sense logically. Um, what did you think about the difficulty of the questions? I mean, they always really vary, right? Like, some of them do seem, the spelling ones seemed uh, abnormally difficult this season. Uh, some of the trivia ones seemed easy. Some of them uh, were more challenging, but I mean, it's kind of just, you know, luck of the draw sometimes. Michelle Marshy wrote in to say that the four elements of matter was an insane question. And I think there were some standout ones that were much more difficult to me. I mean, I guess difficulty varies based on your like knowledge base, but like right. if someone has to know H2O versus four elements of matter and that she said gas instead of air. Michelle flagged yeah, as bullshit. Yeah, she sh- yeah, she should have got credit for that. Like, I'm sure some people think like Kim Kardashian's kids are super easy. Like, I, I didn't know the name of their the kids. So like, for me, that would have got that one wrong, but I'm sure for someone else, it's super easy. That's true. That also was a hard one. I only know three of the four and I'm like very invested. So like I'm watching the Kardashians on Hulu. So I, I loved Wes trying to game it. Like I like this is uh thought process, right? Like, all right, I'll take the first one wrong. So I don't make an enemy. Uh, but 
he you know he just got a little lucky that Mark uh, got two questions to toss right back on him. Also, they did a snake format this time, which I feel like they don't normally do. I thought they do normally do that. Maybe they don't normally do it when the person gets to pick the order, because then it's like the people they want to go first always are going first in the lineup. But maybe when it's random. They do snake because I think when you pick the order, like you're picking. Okay, this person's always going to go first in each round. I mean, I could be wrong. I struggle enough when we do the drafts, uh, but I just—it's familiar to me that they did it in a snake style. I can't guarantee that yeah. they've always done it. I mean, <laughs> it's just me. Just it felt jarring that someone had back-to-back questions. Like I, to me, that that was like, oh, they don't normally do it like this. Well, because they definitely do it sometimes because at least sometimes because it's totally not fair otherwise because you could get knocked that last person could get knocked out before they even get a question therefore it makes sense to give them the advantage right. of back-to-back and switching the order right like oh it's no it's totally fair but i definitely when they do a random order it's totally fair i think when the person gets like beside the order then it like doesn't really matter as much if it's a snake draft then it really doesn't necessarily matter as much if it's a straight order well you jumped over the most interesting thing about the challenge was the west thing i think that's deranged i get the strategy <laughs> especially because like you're gonna see who other people are piling on to and then you're not gonna get the credit like or the blame if you put a strike on them maybe they'll remember the first person who started but to only have three strikes and to be west and to purposely take one down is insane and i think he got his at the end like that's a stupid plan and it ended up not working also because everybody by the time it got back to him like everyone had one strike so it was like right. you still were then going to be somebody making an enemy right it didn't work but i love that he's trying it and i like that he like to follow through with the wink to the camera uh I, it, it played for tv so i very much enjoyed it well, here's the thing. Well, as someone rooting for Wes, I didn't like it. But yes, it, I, my one note to him is that if you really want me to believe that you're throwing it, which I do believe that he knows the 30 days have September, April, June, and November thing, but um, I, I prefer you wink before you say the answer rather than after you already get it wrong. <laughs> right. Because there's a little tinfoil hat of like, well, if I get the first one wrong, I'll wink. And then it looks like I threw it on purpose. Yeah. I, I would like to believe he uh, he knows that answer. But I said Jordan was surprising. It. Jordan's usually very smart with these types of things. Then he looked pretty stupid here. Yeah, what were his questions, though? Because it wasn't Lance Armstrong bad. That was brutal. <laughs> The one thing I'll also say about like all that is what John I said is is so yes. true. Like it is so different doing it, even as something as simple as like how many days are in January. That like your brain does lock. I know. You know, I think Veronica also brought up a good point of like when you're isolated from the world, you probably do forget so many basic things that you just like reaffirm like in your day to day life, just like being about in the world that you do probably start to forget being so isolated. Yeah, the isolation didn't convince me as much, but fair enough. I, I what would I know? But I do like your ex feet up in the air, like being held on by a bungee cord about to be ripped off this platform, and you're like playing for X amount of money. Like that makes complete sense to me that you would sense to me that you would completely blank. I thought Derek was adorable. Like this is when I really was like, wow, Derek's having a great episode. Like the whole Mayflower thing. 
Um, I thought he was really like a really funny, like little leprechaun uh, enjoying himself during the challenge. Mm-hmm. I, I do like Nehemiah's example. Like the first person that comes to mind as like, I'm flying through the air, like Peter Pan rather than like Superman. Or I, I, I really liked his frame of reference being Peter Pan. Yes, that was good. Uh, TJ should host SNL. And if anything, like this, like the <laughs> challenge CBS is like his closest. I would say it's probably his closest, like it's like a 0.01% chance, but like this show happening would probably have been his closest moment to like being asked to be on SNL. Uh, so it's a bummer. It's certainly not going to happen, but it, you know. I mean, he is an athlete. They have athletes. They do. If the, if the challenge was like an NBC product, the chances would be even higher. But uh, it is not. Um, so Derek wins for the men and Veronica wins for the women. Uh, annoying for me for Veronica, Veronica, where she's like, I'm known to shake things up. Like, I'm going to shake things up by targeting the same people I've been targeting all (laughs) game. Looking at you, Kellyanne. I was like, come on. Right. That was a big womp womp when she said that. I was like, oh, is she going after Kayla here? It was like, no, I'm going to go after the person that's always voted in. Like, okay. Building it up. So we saw Ronnie and Kellyanne both cut deals with Veronica. I thought, you know, I said great idea, bad execution for Kellyanne to Ronnie. I think Kellyanne said exactly what she needed to say to Veronica. Who knows how much that mattered, but I thought that was a good pitch for her. Super. Well, first, it was very funny when she walks up and they make the joke of like, oh, it's feel like uh, I'm on the bath track and I steal you for a second. And then it's like that awkward moment where like the joke dies off and then they're just sitting there. It's like, uh, I guess I'll leave. <laughs> Very awkward, but uh, Kellyanne played it well when she came back. Uh, how much do you think that this played a role? Like, do you think John A and Naya really didn't have the same conversation with her? It doesn't seem like Naya is having very significant conversations with anyone because she even said herself last week that uh, she like didn't have any of the conversation with uh, who 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 won the daily last week to put Sylvia in. Uh, whoever it was. like she didn't have the Kellyanne. She didn't have the conversation with her to like set herself up. Like she was like Nia is just like not having strategic conversations at all to like make any type of deal promises. That's that's probably why like the her John A Kellyanne thing is falling apart because Nia is just not like doing anything. It's uh, interesting. She absolutely should be doing something. I mean, it's interesting though because she, Nia follows me on Twitter. That's weird. Wow. I just went to her Twitter to see if she said anything of like, I did talk to them, but blah, blah, blah. I'm most definitely still blocked by her. I can't scare That is, that's weird that you're blocked and she follows me. So why don't she follow me? Yeah, definitely still blocked there. All right. Well, good for Naya. Um, but no. So I think, I mean, that's sort of like maybe a Jordan influence of like, don't go grub around. But I thought Naya has been giving very impressive confessionals. Like, She's the only person on the other side being like, yeah, I'm rooting for John A because the treehouse. Like, she seems to, like, understand that there's, like, an in-group and an out-group and that she could get the out-group together, but then we don't see her doing it. Yeah, but, I mean, confessionals are one thing. Like, yeah, if you're not acting on it, then what does it matter? Well, right. She's not, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I'm surprised because she seems to be demonstrating game sense. Whereas, like, John A just keeps saying, like, I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone. Like, Naya is acknowledging that there are other people that, that she could work with, but then she's not making moves right. to do so. Right. Um, the Mark Derek conversation is interesting to me. Yeah, very interesting. Mark. 
the first Eric, uh, again, talking like very old school, like, oh, Nehemiah has been like the worst performer, so I want to throw him in. Mark wants to take a bigger shot, is hoping to toss in Jordan or Wes with the hope that they would target each other because they've both said they don't really want to run a final against each other. But Derek then re-explains why he wants to throw Nehemiah because he thinks between Nehemiah, Jordan, and Wes, they're going to go after Mark no matter what. So he wants to give Mark the best chance to survive because Mark says number one is really looking after. I think like I'm surprised also Derek's not adding that Nehemiah is most likely to call Derek out or put Derek in later if he wins, uh, given their like little rivalry they created uh, during the trivia. Um, But yeah, I was really impressed with Mark here because this is like Mark really coming in hot and saying, "Not take a big swing, like put in Jordan and Wes and I'm willing to risk that they might Mm -hmm. call me out. And that's fine with me. Don't give me the easy pick. Right. Yeah. Again, this has just been a, a top, top, top notch season for Mark from, from start to finish. He's willing to take the big shot, willing to put his own butt on the line to do so. He knows his best chance to win a final is to knock out Jordan or Wes in an elimination. Um, so, yeah, he talked the talk and walked the walk. He, he's been fantastic. This deliberation too was very well edited because I really didn't know who was going to go in. And I liked that. Like I was, as they left and you know, Veronica's like, do you feel comfortable? And Derek's like, no, I feel absolutely uncomfortable. Like I was dying. (laughs) And then I was, I was floored that it was John and Jordan. Same. I thought, uh, I thought it was going to be Kellyanne and Nehemiah. Absolutely. And then the weird edit with Veronica going up to to Kayla. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Did they vote in Kayla? Uh, But no, then she just says it was, it was John A, but still very pretty surprising. Uh, do you think this was the right move for Veronica? So for Veronica, I don't think so. I think she still should have gone after. I think she should have just gone after Kellyanne. Like Kellyanne is still a major, major threat for final. I know John A is too. Um, but I think you just go after like the one who's clearly on the outs. Like Kellyanne, unless she really does think that the deal she struck with Kellyanne would hold water if there's another uh, if there's an elimination next week then you roll the dice and you know you hope you have some backing from, from Kellyanne so Kellyanne must have made a really good pitch to, to get Veronica to believe it yeah I actually think she made the right decision here because I do think that Kellyanne's like whole bit is like loyalty and playing the game fair and I don't think that Kellyanne I, I would love for Kellyanne to be like, nah, you treat me like shit all season. I'm not keeping that plan. I'm, I support that. But I think the kind of person and player Kellyanne is, she is much more likely to keep a deal like that uh, than the average person. I also like feel like I'm going back to the must-lose draft, and I know I said that Kellyanne was like the biggest threat on the female side, but I, I don't know. I forgot about how much Kellyanne sucks at puzzles, and I do think mm-hmm. that like the longer-term final threat is John A., the one thing about Kellyanne's loyalty, though, is like, all right, so if this plays out for Veronica, where let's say so, uh, Kayla wins next week, like she's obviously going to try to convince them to throw in Kellyanne, hoping if Veronica is that the fact that, that Kellyanne would then bank on her deal. But if that gets back to Kellyanne, I can see Kellyanne being like, oh, she screwed me over. She wanted me to go in. So I'm now tossing our deal aside and going after. So if it plays out in something like that, Veronica has to be very careful of pushing the Kellyanne elimination next week over someone like John A because Kellyanne would be someone who would like, and rightfully so, turn around and then say, all right, screw you then. I'm I'm bringing you in with me. 
Yeah, I don't think they would. I don't think Veronica would feel comfortable enough manufacturing the like where she would try not to win. Especially, I don't if think she considered- would try not to win, but like she might if she doesn't win the, the daily next week. Oh god, I thought Kayla you meant does. like that they would like try to collude again and like be like, all right, well, Kayla no. should win because then I can put her in. But I mean, if she's assessing that she's more threatened by Jane now, Jane's she has to deal with Jane next week too. Um, totally. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, look, Jane is is fantastic too. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, they're both they're both big uh, threats. Jane's obviously proven she could win the show. Um, and then for the men, I think this is like pretty much the hundred percent right call. Even if he ends up taking out Mark, who really cares? Yeah, I mean, no offense, like for Derek. I mean, honestly, if he takes out Mark. Yeah, it's you know sucks because it's his best friend, but I mean, Mark's a big threat to win a final too. So <laughs> it's it's absolutely a good thing for Derek. Um, I, I will, you know, Nehemiah gives himself credit. Like, look, I stayed low key and I didn't get put in. I really, really impressive by Nehemiah. Because, like, we've seen Nehemiah get into it with the person in power, you know, whoever. Like, Mm -hmm. the fact that he kept a low profile and it did pay off. Like, I do think that if Nehemiah picked a fight with Derek, Derek would have put him in. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I think a lot of times you see people give themselves credit for this type of thing where it really didn't matter. Like, that was not, it didn't influence the person at all. But I think. For Nehemiah and for Derek, like Derek would take offense if like Nehemiah popped off at him and started yelling at him. Like Derek would hold that personal and said, "No, like I have to like write this grudge." Or if Nehemiah said, "All right, I'm definitely going after you, Derek." If you know because you went after me in this this daily, like Nehemiah did it super super well. You played super calm, stay out of the like if he if Nehemiah was thing was like, "Oh, I played down my ability," and that's you know that's played out like that's BS. But playing down, getting into people's faces and starting fights definitely is valid, and it played out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, it, when we get to the arena... It's like, I, I, this, again, to shout out the edit, I did think it was very clear that Ronnie was going to go in and go home because it's the most like packagey stuff we got from mm-hmm. Ronnie. But on the men's side, I really had no idea who Jordan was going to pick. And then when Jordan did pick Mark, I had no idea who was going to win that. Even off his speech, I didn't really know where Jordan was going with that. Like, I, I didn't know. And then, when he landed on the speech, and I was like, oh, he's picking Mark. But like, when he started talking about his tattoo and, Hercules, I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Is this is a redhead coming up in this story that he's picking West? Like, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, but it was a very I, I wish they would have did a zoom in on the tattoo. I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't need to see it anymore, but fair enough. 
Um, he did have a great line. Like, I hate that this was a good line, but it was a good line. You may be the godfather, but I will show you who daddy is. Like, disgusting, but a good line. Oh, no, actually, I didn't think that was good. That's just, I, I, it was a good setup, but like, you may be the I wish he'd come up with something better than like daddy. Like, that's weird. Like, it was a good setup, but the punchline was weak. I thought, I mean, it's good wordplay of father, daddy, godfather, daddy. It's just, it's I, guess so. I, I don't look, I'm not going to be here and defending this line. Like, it's disgusting. Right. So, fair enough. Um, John A wins, no problem. Like, we're not even talking about it. Yeah, see, I think she like smoked the puzzle too. I, I think, uh, because Ronnie got there first, and I, it seemed like John A did the puzzle in like a minute. So, yeah, good for John A. And then let's talk about Jordan because we talk about this all season. So anyone who has is new to the challenge that they haven't seen Jordan before, good for you. Um, <laughs> but this is what we talk about, which is like Jordan, who by all accounts maybe shouldn't even be able to move the rope at all, mm-hmm. effectively does this one-handed. Yeah, again, like, I think there's there is a in one of the other metaverses, alternate realities. Jordan is looked upon as one of like the great role models. Like this show is produced with the, how much he's like overcome in his life with his disability and how great he's done in these shows and shows like what you can achieve. Um, it's unfortunate like with his personality hasn't gone that route. But, like there's a reality where that could be because uh, again, like well, even when they described this elimination, I think it was like pull. What was it called? Pull. Pull your weight. I was like, oh boy. Well, Jordan's screwed because it's pulling and like he's going against Mark the Behemoth and he's got one hand. But I mean, Mark gets to the puzzle first, but Jordan wasn't too far behind and he figured out a way to do it. So I mean, he's just, he's, it's just very, it's impressive again. Yeah. And both guys have like really fantastic sportsmanship at the end of this, which is always fun and, uh, you know, fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. It was Jordan's, you know, talk about any given Sunday. I think we talked about like, the Darrell, like how he's able to sort of overcome like Darrell and an elimination. He had no business winning. This is Jordan's worst possible elimination. I think. And then to pit, to see these pulleys and still pick Mark, who's 90% arms. Uh, that's, you know, I find it hard pressed to find someone who loves Jordan these days, but in terms of Jordan, the competitor, that's why you love Jordan, the competitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's his worst. I think there are things that are more like specific that would be worse, like like just Paul Russell or something like that would be. All right, more, Paul like, Russell, fine. A but like, this is a pretty. Ba- but he's also not it some is. strong puzzle man, you know. Like clearly, he had time to get through it, and he didn't. Yeah. Um, not not yeah, strong I mean, puzzle, but not some puzzle whiz. Right. No, he's not like a CT out there or something like that mm. for sure. But but in terms of like the things we've talked about, how he's overcome, there was no way to psych out Mark. There was no way to wait out Mark. It, there mm-hmm. was no uh, leverage he could get. Like this was just like uh, I gotta like this was I think a tough one for Jordan. Maybe not the worst, but one of the worst. Certainly mm-hmm. where you wouldn't fault him for not calling out Mark. No. Well, look for if for like. Jordan, he was probably on his, one of his better behaviors seasons, right? I don't think he like he got into it with anyone. He's like he, like you said, he went out super good sport, sportsmanship with Mark. Uh, you know, wasn't taunting anyone out the door. Didn't get into fights with anyone. So, look, if he's learned something and could be a better person, that that would be great. Because I mean, he didn't do anything here this season. So, that's oh, good. do it on your own time, not on television. Uh, like that's I don't this 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 like I didn't 
uh, do anything racist this season is sort of like not, I know that's not what you're saying, but like mm. not enough. Go, like, yes, I believe in growth. He should grow. If him and I are happy, that's great. Be, I don't, you lose your spot on the show. In my opinion. The Nia waterworks seemed like a little over the top, <laughs> but I mean, it seemed like she almost like popped like fake tears or like they were like excessive tears uh, but for someone that's not really even dating each other. Yeah. I mean, I guess I agree. And they discussed me honestly together, but, <laughs> um, but like if she does feel alone in the house, I mean, we see in the preview next week, they're trying to like make us think that she's going to have a really tough time next week. Right. And Ronnie, Ronnie's exit was tough. Cause it is true. Like for, for these non, for people that are not like a, you know, regular challenge person that can come and this is like their job. Like for her, it's, it's true. Like she has kids at home. She has a life. Like, it probably is not easy to like just leave your life for two, three, four weeks, however long this is. Uh, so it probably like all the pieces fell in right for her to even make this happen. Um, so I could feel like her emotion. Like, I don't think I could ever do this again just because like my life circumstances. Um, and so it was, you know, it was pretty raw emotion. Well, that's, that really does bring up a good point. Like in terms of any of these people, like this all stars doesn't, I don't imagine pays enough to make it your career like people have done with the challenge proper or like you become like a full-time fitness Instagram person while you're doing the challenge and that's your job. Like there, that market isn't as available to people on this show and this show doesn't run frequently enough and pay enough to be your full-time gig. So it almost begs the question, how is anybody getting time off to do this? I think for like, I I don't think a lot of them have regular, jobs like, I, I don't know what ronnie like, i don't know what she does but but imagine she, she has a more quote-unquote normal person job where you know she had to like use vacation time or something like that to come here where maybe other people are more flexible with like they, they maybe they work for themselves or they do more more flexible things that they can take time off to, to come here I, I would i would imagine i don't or you know they run you know trying to run animal shelters or something like that like like killing it um yeah no it's interesting um all right well we will see next week if this ends, if this doesn't end, where where we're at? Yeah, I don't know. There's no more sabotage next week, so IMDb still only shows eight episodes. So maybe the last two aren't a uh, you know filled on IMDb. But if there's ten episodes, then there's still three more. But there's only ten people left, so I don't know. How, I don't think we would lose four more. I don't think we would have just a six person final. That doesn't seem that, that that's not very challenge all starsy. We shall see. Do you want to do our uh, rankings for who we want to return? Beep beep. We got the DDs <laughs> coming at first. I don't really care. I just thought that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good for us. Another bad week. No, but if um, we're going to lose, we're going to lose so spectacularly. We're going to be the we best really are losing. We are losing spectacularly. Because uh, for this week, uh, John A, for, this is for Scally, John A lost a point. Jordan Gained a point for their elimination loss and win. Ronnie gained a point for her elimination loss. Uh, that was for Matt. For you, Veronica and Derek won the daily, so they lost the point. And for me, Mark won his elimination, so he lost the point. So the scores, it is seven to seven. But the problem is R7 <laughs> is a negative. So <laughs> they are up by 14 points I through mean, seven episodes. It's funny, like, 
I can't even accuse them of being spoiled, right? Because we left them with Jordan. So it's like, I, I can't even pretend to think they're spoiled. spoiled. But thank you to Kate, uh, Matt Stewart and Stewart, who uh, trying, who are like, you know what? We don't really think the point system works for all stars and we should probably change it. We're like, we appreciate your consolation, but we are losing brutally. Brutally. It's bad. It's be bad. At least. The last three people we each have, besides Veronica, who is my first pick, LOL, uh, are our last three left. You know, it's not like we really had. You didn't have any like goose eggs in the beginning. Your first three picks, like the three people you wanted the least are the people who are still here. So fair enough. Yeah. So I guess looking back, so the problem was the pick like we never like Jordan was always going to be one of the bottom picks. But I guess we should have taken a Melinda. Yes. But we weren't going to take them over Naya. I guess I should have taken Melinda over Kayla. Looking back, that was probably the swap to make. Or, you know what? I probably should, I should have just given us the first and second pick. I think that, that's really where <laughs> it kind of came down to. Or like first and third or second and third or something like that. We're there living in the past. I'm fine to lose this, especially because we never yeah. do the thing we say we're going to do. I don't even think we made mistakes. I don't time. think. Yeah, I don't think we did. Um, but should we talk about now who's most likely to return? Yeah, we got a whole uh, big, large crop of people. All right, I'm going to go first this time. Go for it. So I've put MJ in here and I've put. um, Oh, actually, no, I didn't put Jordan in. Oh, this is interesting. I mean, it's almost like once you have Jordan back, like I think the biggest barrier to entry for him was one, he's banned for like, I think he got like two years or something. And two, like what's the audience reaction but now that he's back and i actually don't think the audience reaction did anyone not watch the season because jordan was back maybe um but probably i wish these like i wish these like suspensions were reported on like like espn like adam schefter the jordan's two-year suspension is now up he is returning for a challenge also like i wish they had that type of reporting that'd be kind of funny i'm still putting mj number one because i think he is the most likely to get invited back. I think without him this season, what, what was the storyline? One, two, he will come back better, as honestly. I think he will come back. Well, fair, but I think he will come back as many times as asked. And like, they'll ask him every season. So I'm putting him one. I'm putting Jordan two under the assumption of once you have Jordan, why wouldn't you bring Jordan back? If you're, a, if you're in them. So this is who you want? Or no, no, this is who, this who think I think is most likely, likely to return. Okay. Yes, three. And then I haven't changed my order from two weeks ago, which is yes, Darrell, LT, Cyrus, and Tyler last. Yeah, I I, I, I basically had the same thing. I mean, I, w- I would have uh, Darrell above yes, because I could see yes being more likely to leave this world than Darrell. Uh, I feel like Darrell is here for as long as he could possibly do it. I could see yes being like, I already won. This didn't go well for me. Maybe I'll just step away. You think we got the opposite storylines at the end of this episode, the episode Darrell left where he was like, I don't know how much longer I could do this, but you're right. Like, what does that mean? Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, I think the top, top crew of, of Wes, MJ, uh, yes. And Darrell, I can't imagine if they wanted to be, would not be on the next season. Uh, and then, yeah, Tyler for sure. Last with, with Latarian and Cyrus right before. Um, for the women, I still have Melinda. I still have Melinda and Kendall one and two. 
Then I did put Sylvia three and kudos to her if she was an alternate. And I think like, especially cause I, I, I think the Sylvia Kayla is something they'd want to see again. I could be wrong. Then I have Tina and Jemmy still in sort of like a tie, but I put Tina with the slight edge. And then I put Ronnie mostly. I, I like, I do think that Ronnie would get a call again. I just think based on what she I don't think they'd be there. She'd be the first five people they'd call. Mm-hmm. And it seems like she might say no, but I still put her above Beth and Cynthia. I, I would put Sylvia one, uh, even ahead of Kendall and Melinda. I think she really, came into her own even more so this season so yeah i would say sylvia one melinda two uh kendall three and honestly i could i could convince myself even more that she might want to like kind of fit kind of leave this world a little bit also but Mm -hmm. i would put her three uh and then tina i was torn between jemmy and beth uh i would put jemmy then beth uh and then then uh cynthia last do you make the rankings week to week, or do you have them from before? No, no, I I do them each, like I I each week I do it separately. Yeah, because I think you originally had Jemmy above Tina. Yeah, I let I let my my brain percolate each week. I don't want to be influenced by my uh, past self. I don't want to be influenced by my past self. Uh, all right, well, so past Brian's an idiot sometimes. So I want to I want to be in current Brian's mind. All right, well, uh, much luck to you and current Brian as you continue this journey. And this journey has come to an end. That is episode seven. You can follow me on Twitter. Cohen with a C. Brian with an I underscore. I feel like I might have to explain that for the Challenge CBS universe, but maybe not. Uh, for you. What do you have to explain? Why I emphasize the C on Cohen. Do I know why you emphasize this? Is that because of <laughs> Hunter's child? Right. Exactly. Oh, I thought you were just, you just do it with like. Yeah. Like Brian, I don't with want to be confused. Eye. No, I don't want to be confused with uh, the other more famous Colin Brian. <laughs> okay, glad you could underscore <laughs> that for us. Uh, you can follow me at Lash Tweets. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode eight. Until then, have a good one. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.